We're back with the news with me, Dustin the Dead. And me, Patrick O'Deadly. Pa- <laughs> Patrick O'Deadly. In case you didn't hear from the bumper right before this. Which you so, might be confused about. We're going to start with gaming news. Um, I just wanted to say that this is February and Zombie Town from Twilight Creations will uh, be coming out this month. Also, um, there is a Night of the Living Dead supplement for the role-playing game Gore, which uh, that system is for free, but the, uh, the PDF for this is $2. There will be a note in the uh, link in his notes. I'm kind of drunk right now. I don't know about you guys, but uh, our Scottish group today celebrated Burns Night, and I came home shit-faced, so... <laughs> Kiss me on shit-faced. <laughs> Shut up and get back in the kitchen. <laughs> you damn woman. Um, there's a guy who uh, hangs out on the uh, forums of the All Flesh Must Be Eaten um, role-playing game forums, and his name's Texas Zombie. And I checked out his website, and he has tons of stuff for All Flesh Must Be Eaten. There will be a link to his website there, and I recommend going to it if you like that game, or if you actually want to make your games better. Um, the rules for Zombie Plague uh, can be found at uh, Board Game Geek, and I'd like to thank uh, Selgonar for telling me this link, so thanks a lot. And I won't speak German, just for you. Um, Cold War Miniatures has uh, a ton of zombie miniatures for your gaming, all your gaming needs. Um, I'll, I'll put another link in there. And uh, the podcast, uh, yes, the podcast All Games Considered also had a little, um, their, a game report from their um, role-playing game buffet thing for All Flesh Must Be Eaten, and it had to do with the Titanic 2. It sounded like an awesome game. Uh, we'll have a link to All Games Considered. 
So, and then finally, in the last of the gaming news, we're going to have an uh, email we got from Kit Cox, the creator of Evil Ted. It says, Hi guys, I'm Kit Cox. That's right, I said Cox. I like this guy. Designer right? and illustrator of Evil Ted. Thanks for plugging my game on your great podcast. It isn't due out until the Halloween 07, but it's cool to get a mention. Keep up the great work. Or go to www.cottonfallsblogspot.com. And that was www. For more info on the teddies of Evil Ted. All the best, Kit. And now for movie news. Take it away. All right. First movie is uh, Fido. The release date has been pushed back a few months till about June 15, 2007. The film's about the Earth's passage through a cloud of space dust, hmm. which results in the dead arising from the graves. In an attempt to quell the mayhem, a patented domestication collar is invented by a company called Zomcom. Hmm. Creative. Helping society integrate the zombie hordes, who quickly become gardeners, milkmen, butlers, and even pets. Aww. A boy named Timmy Robinson befriends a ghoul that his mom buys to help around the house, and then has to defend his new pal when the creature's collar goes wonky, and it sadly refers to its disgusting, flesh-eating ways. UHM has pics and links to movie clips and trailers. Oh. We'll have links in his notes for that. Exactly. Diary of the Dead, a preview at Chicago FanCon. According to Fangoria... A special behind-the-scenes sneak preview of George A. Romero's Diary of the Dead. That's not Diarrhea of the Dead. That's Diary of the Dead. That would be gross. <laughs> we'll take... Shut up. We'll take place um, at the next Midwest edition of Fangoria's Weekend of Horrors Convention to be held February 23rd to 25th. Three monstrous days at the... How do you pronounce that? Windham, Windham, Chicago O'Fair Hotel. Windham. Yeah, there's there will be a there will be directions and a lot of other bullshit in his notes. It's it's not an American, so I don't know. Okay, <laughs> American. Um, and Yahoo Movies has an interview with Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez about Grindhouse. Yes, and it also be in the notes. We need to have uh, we need to have like a countdown to Grindhouse. Woo! That would be so exciting. So. The undead stock Babylon Fields for CBS, according to Ryan Rotten or Fangoria. Hmm. Of Fangoria, I quote, Zombies are moaning and shuffling their way into the airways, and no, it's not another season of Masters of Horror. Nor is it a long-rumored adopt- HBO adoption of Robert Kurtman's The Walking Dead, which this writer is chomping at the bit for. Rather than the un- rather the undead are focused... Or the focus. The focus, thank, thank you. Of a new hour-long 20th century Fox television CBS dramedy entitled Babylon Fields. Michael L.A. Why? What the fuck is that? I don't know. Michael Cuesta. Cuesta, thank you very much, <laughs> is, is taking the reins, focusing his damn impressive work on Showtime's Dexter, Gerald Cus. Because Cuesta. Cuesta. Cuesta and Michael Atkinson are writing it. Okay, you take it over. This non-American shit. Oh, God. Um, the premise has the dead returning to life literally and figuratively as they invi- ingratiate? ingratiate themselves back into society and relationships. Inevitable drama and, um, you know, comedy ensues. But let us ask you. I mean, but let us ask you. Okay, fuck it. We're going to have a link to that thing. So Does all this <laughs> blah, blah, blah. We're not about reading, okay? Because fucking reading requires reading. Fucking reading isn't for Americans. So, <laughs> anyway, its debut will be sometime this year, whatever. 
movies that we did not mention in the last episode that were coming out in 2007. Which so I'm not we, sure if we should mention. Them. Yeah, we apologize for not mentioning them, but when you go see the previews, maybe we should apologize yes, to you for mentioning them. Because you may cry. Undead or Alive. This film revolves around an, uh, an Apache warrior who is seeking vengeance against the U.S. Army for the murder of her people and a couple of outlaws who are attempting to evade a posse, you know, as they get yo, caught yo. in the middle of the Apache curse that brought the dead to life. Anyway, there will be pics and stuff to that. And the next one is Worst Case Scenario. Which looks cool. It will hopefully be coming out in 2007. Tales of a group of friends fleeing the war between Dutch and German soccer teams only to cross paths with... Now get this right. I'm going to say this and try to be as serious as I can. Aquatic Nazi ghouls. Hmm. I said that again. Aquatic Nazi ghouls. Well, they were on balloons. Anyway, the pre- there's a couple of previews for it. Um. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, Reese, <laughs> Reese Evans Shields upcoming. Did I say that right? Evans Shields. Yeah, Reese Evanshins. Reese Evanshins. Night of the Living Dead remake. Um, Homepage of the Dead has a new form that discusses this, and uh, the funny thing about this is is that this movie looks way better than the damn 3D version uh, that just came out. So um, this is more like a re-imaging because it looks like it's in the urban situation instead of out in the country, so we'll have a link to that. And uh, so on the next one, the next movie looks like the, probably one of the most unique names for a zombie film ever is called Evil. <laughs> uh, Greece's first zombie film, apparently. Evil is now on video. You can purchase it. You per- can purchase it at Am- on Amazon. It has yet to show up on Netflix. And you know what? If you keep trying to cut in on my shit, it's going to be on. I can okay. fucking read. You can read the next one. Then. All right, then. <laughs> zombie Farm. All right, so on Zombie Farm, uh, the small California town of Muerto Verde discovers that hell has been unleashed when... Is that inbred? I'm not sure. Inbred cannibal farmers are turned into zombies by a biochemical attack from Taliban warriors. What the... Jesus, terrorism, whatever. The fate of humanity rests on the shoulders of two FBI agents and four party-crazed college students because, luckily... College Creek College students always save people. Mm, sounds like it's going to be as great as, oh yes, the pinnacle of all zombie movies, Stink of Flesh. Yes. Goddamn, can't wait. <laughs> and I think they're closing on the, uh, on, the, on the preview with something like, but I promised you lesbian sex or something like that. Oh, and that just promises great movie. <laughs> great movie. You smell that? It smells like the stink. Stink of Flesh. We're going to go to comic news and... Um, there is a book review of Undead at Creature Corner, and which I guess is not a comic book, but still. And then Zombie, Dead on Arrival, is ne- the graphic novel based off of the... Um, uh, online cartoon? Yeah, the online cartoon um, is actually available now on Amazon. Uh, it looks freaking awesome. So Absolutely. certainly does. Yeah. All right, and then uh, apparently January 25th, Not of the Living Dead, folks, at Chicago Fango Con... The people who did the Nine Living Dead comic book, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut in. Don't hit me. Nine of the Living Dead co-creator John Russo and actor Russ Streiner well, will attend the Midwest edition of Fangoria's Weekend of Horrors Convention to be held February 23rd through the 25th. Which three, we said earlier. Exactly, through Monster State. 
And um, anyway, they'll be there. Yep, there you go. And it's shit about uh, the Living Dead. So, uh, woo! All right. The couple other comic books about zombies uh, is War of the Undead, which is by IDW makes WW2 even more horrific with a War of the Undead, Dracula, Werewolf, and Frankenstein monsters. Anyway, and then they, they also put out one called Zombies vs. Robots, which doesn't really seem like much of a fight. Wow. And now, Patrick, on to the other news. On to the other news? Oh, yeah, let me actually... I didn't write the notes on this site. But, um... If you... There's there's a couple of good sites for online fiction. One of those is, is uh, Eden Studios has flesh fiction about uh, stuff that was influenced by All Flesh Must Be Eaten. We'll have a link to that. Also, Homepage of the Dead has uh, a thing you can sign up for and read a certain amount of uh, of the uh, stories that they have, zombie stories. So, and um, so we'll have links to both the Homepage of the Dead and the All Flesh Must Be Eaten flesh fiction. Um, and then we also decided to put a link to Zombie Dodgeball, which was a cute little movie about zombies trying to play dodgeball. You know, come on. Hilarity ensues. It's just funny. Did you... What? The homepage of the dead is pleased to be offering... Well, hey, I wiped twice, okay? I... I don't know what the smell is. Anyway, Homepage of the Dead is pleased <laughs> to be offering two signed copies of Todd Jerslin's book, Death Breed. I'm hoping that How I How the fuck last did you pronounce correct. that? Jerslin's. All right, it's not American. <laughs> no, it ain't. The bodies of the recently dead are returning to life. They rise hungry to devour, to kill, to destroy. So that's no one is safe. With each new kill, even with the, the numbers grow. They are the death breed, an invincible army of flesh-eating zombie horror. Where can you run when they are everywhere? Who can you trust in a world gone mad? These are the challenges that confront the survivors. This is the terrifying story of the end of the world told step by step and day by day. Thank you, Mr. T. <laughs> Stay in school. <laughs> I'll put in school. And don't do drugs. I'm not going on no airplane. I'd like to thank um, uh, the Computer King. He actually sent this uh, at the last moment. We just got this about 30 minutes ago. But he uh, sent us a link to na- the, uh, a video for Naked Ape called Redo Undo. And it's their music video. Oh. <laughs> it's the zombie Jeez. stripper. Right. And unlike Stink of Flesh, I have to say, I was actually turned on by this video. I'm, I'm gay, and you know what? I felt uh, all kinds of dirty. And you know what? With a woman like that, wow. Goddamn. That's all I can say. You're gay? No. Oh. What are you talking about? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not gay. What? Well, and I that's like the men. Zomcast News, and the Zomcast News is brought to you by, let's see, Heineken Dark and... Uh, and empty glasses. And Spotton's uh, Optimator. Thank you. This month, all month, America gathers its resources to acknowledge and celebrate a very special time, Zombie Awareness Month. Are you interested in participating? Here's some ways you can get involved. Why not die and rise from the dead? Your partially decomposed body will be a pleasant reminder to others in your community of the importance of zombies in our everyday lives. Fundraising is as important as awareness raising when it comes to zombies. Why not register for the annual Meander and Groan for Brains-a-thon? The donations you raise could help save a zombie suffering from a shotgun blast to the chest. Speaking of helping zombies in need, why not make a donation to your local brain bank? Even slow, awkward, and one-legged zombies need brains, but the slowest among the zombie community are often left hungry. Provide for them with a donation. Don't have any money this year? Don't worry. There's a lot of non-monetary contributions you can make. 
For example, while being chased by zombies, try falling and twisting your ankle. After all, unless you're hobbled, it's unlikely a zombie will be able to catch you and eat you. For these and other zombie awareness ideas, visit your local library or email the Zombie Awareness Coalition at splangy at splangy.com. That's the Zombie Awareness Coalition at splangy at splangy.com. Help make this February 28 Nights of Living Hell. The Zed heads are all around us. What do we do, sir? Hold your position to keep firing. Help is going to be here soon. This podcast is part of the Zombie Podcast Network. And these people... What is it, soldier? Sir, the planes are going to drop bombs on us. Oh, shit. Stop your fire and hit the deck. Alright, I wanted to do a movie review of a film I saw recently. Sorry, I don't have a bumper that actually... I think we may have a bumper for movie reviews. Yes, we do. Okay, let me play it. Hold on. And now, for film review. Film review. Film review. Film magic. This is crap. The movie I wanted to review... Okay, hold on. Hello? We're doing a show here. Jesus. Okay, a little less of this and a little more of... What are you talking about, lady? Okay. Jeez. So, uh, the movie I wanted to review is called Severed, Forest of the Dead, which came out in 2005. I thought it came out in 2006, but it's directed by Carl... Uh, Carl Bas... Ba- Can you read that? Where? Uh, Carl what? That's, um... Carl Basai. Basai. The only actor I recognized was uh, Paul Campbell, who was actually in Battlestar Galactica. His name was Billy... Shit. What the, what the fuck is up with these people with names that are They're not They're not easy? American. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, the plot summary of this film is... Patrick? I would say this plot summary of this film is... is I know. I'm just trying to lay. I'm just trying to lead in. Okay. Middle finger follows the. Okay. Multinational forestry company engages in genetic experimentation and increased logging yield in a remote section of forest, but the experimentation goes disastrously wrong, transforming a what desperate desperate group of loggers and environmental activists into the infected, ravenous zombie-like creatures who prey upon the few terrified survivors while they attempt to understand and control the disaster. (laughs) We get that from. um, IMDB. <laughs> not gonna lie, I pulled it out of his This movie had a lot of potential, and that's what made me mad about this movie. It had really good cinematography, except for one thing, and I'll explain that later. Mm-hmm. It had, and ironically, unlike most zombie films, it actually had good acting. 
And uh, Patrick and everybody else here saw the last 30 minutes of the film, so they can see a test to that. Yes, and unlike most, uh, you know, horror movies, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> good acting, but, you know, just really, really bad plot. What it reminded me of, sure. though, was is that somebody had an idea for uh, a decent zombie film, no matter what it turns them into zombies. And they saw 28 Days Later, and they thought, hey, let's, let's do that. And that's what kind of went downhill with it. Um, you know, a community of loggers, and then you have like these uh, environmental activists kind of going head on. And then you had these sci- scientists people in the whole mix experimenting on the trees that the loggers are cutting down. I don't understand why that was uh, combined. But that's not the point. Anyway, it's probably the most beautiful zombie film I've ever seen because the scenery was just absolutely uh, awesome. It must have been done in the Northwest. But um, Personally, I wanted to see a little more modeling of zombies. But, you know, <laughs> hey, it didn't happen. Okay. And they technically weren't zombies, but I'll get to that in a minute. Anyway, these scientists were experimenting on trying to get new growth trees into old growth trees. And why these loggers didn't know which trees not to cut down and stuff, but they cut down this one, and because there was a, uh, a nail from a monkey wrencher, in the tree, uh, the guy got like the sap on the on the chainsaw and then cut himself, and he ended up turning into this like they're not running zombies though; they're kind of like weird twitching, shuffling kind of things, and and they don't die. Actually, they just get turned into them though. Uh, so I don't know if they're actually technically zombies, but they do shamble. So if someone dies, if someone dies and is infected, so they don't come back like they die, is what they're what you're saying? I mean, like. No, they don't die. They they get they just turn so into it. So that's kind of like twenty eight days later. Mm. Very quickly though, right? Isn't it? Yeah, it's almost. In, it's like within you know a minute or two. That's pretty fast. So after it shows the first guy get infected, it shows the rest of the people panicking, and then it cuts into the little um, the corporate scene, and then it, um, this they haven't heard from the loggers. It, it goes into you know it has this like son who's a part of the company. The company that did the logging also is the same company that's doing the experimental stuff on the trees to try to get, you know, to grow trees faster. They haven't heard from the logging community, so they'll send the, the son, who doesn't seem to be interested in taking over the company for some odd reason. They send him. Everything's deserted. He runs into zombies. These loggers save him, and same with the envir- some of the environmentalists jump into the whole thing. So you're saying they pretty much are like, uh, fuck the kid. Go ahead, send him in. Hopefully he dies. It was kind of a weak point. Mm. So... Somehow, I would imagine that loggers, uh, there were probably no more than 50 loggers. And I would say that there probably were no more than 15 environmentalist activists. Total so, 65. And I would say that about, there were probably uh, 15 survivors, and these were shambling zombies. So how this got out of control in less than a few days, because it never really said how many days there was, it doesn't make any sense. That's the problem is, it's like, and so the the company had blocked off everything so nobody can escape. And anybody who tries to escape, they were trying to shoot them and stuff. So pretty much you're saying, if you watch this movie, suspend all reality. Yeah, it's kind of lame. And they use the fact that like the cameras don't have any peripheral vision. And the fact that the zombies are kind of loud. So all of a sudden they're walking, and then like the zombies just jump out of nowhere. Like you couldn't have fucking heard them. Hey, hey, so, there are ninja zombies. Ninja zombies, they're uh, real. According to Night of Living Gallagher, there actually are ninja zombies. Ninja zombies. So you're not getting my backhand. Anyway, so the filming of this is really good. The one thing I didn't, uh, other than the fact that like the, there were so many holes in the plot, the one thing I didn't like was the fact that they did the shaky camera thing to make the zombies look a little bit more urgent and a little bit more scary. And that making you feel sick. So it's kind of, I mean, if this was a sci-fi channel movie, this would have been great. Unfortunately, it wasn't, and so it kind of falls down and with its, the little plot holes and stuff. And um, 
I'd recommend seeing it once and that's it. So you can just sit there and go, why the hell did they go that route? So that's my review of Severed Force of the Dead. I hope this helped you and I hope I don't get sued by them. Get your ass off that couch and you listen to these two boys. Let Dustin of the Dead and Patrick O'Dead get you ready with survival tips for the zombie apocalypse. Oh, I apologize. That is Christy's ass. Oh. Excuse me? What? He's your ass. What? Your ass you get. we got a show to do here. I'm just talking about ass Jesus. Patrick, you're an ass. <laughs> so, you so what I thought about was, so when we used to live in an apartment, I always wondered, like, uh, how well we can fortify our apartment in case of a zombie apocalypse. So this is what the survival tips is about fortifying your apartment complex. And the first here is, if you live upstairs, because we're talking about upstairs, and uh, this also doesn't include if you have a security fence, because we all fucking know that security fences don't and, uh, do shit. If you live downstairs, yeah, you put well, zombie food. Yeah, okay. What I get? Okay, so the first thing you want to do is block off the um, stairwells, and I recommend doing it by uh, backing a truck up to the stairwell, because of the slow, slow, shambling zombies. I have a question. What if you backed instead of a truck a really fat lady? Like, <laughs> right? I mean, really, I'm talking fat. I'm talking like, you know, give the zombies at least about a week. <laughs> oh, a van. A van would be cool because you can um, kind of get into the van and stuff like that. If you have to cut up to the top of the, the truck, that may be kind of good too. But just try to block off the stairs to keep them from actually, uh, kind of like they did in Dawn of the Dead. Are you blocking up the doors at the bottom floor, or are you, like, driving a truck up the stairs? No, no, we're oh, blocking up the stairs. We're blocking like a movie. Come on. Yeah. yeah, up the stairs. Um, mm-hmm. The next mm-hmm. next one is be familiar with the crawl spaces that connect the apartments. This may sound very stalker-like, and I don't have any experience on this, by the way. I do. I mean, no, I don't. <laughs> but this may be a way you can actually get from apartment to apartment, because sometimes they share kind of crawl space areas. So pretty much think like, like a serial killer. <laughs> what if it's, like... Flimsy, flimsy, like that, that cheap paneling stuff. You just pray it's not, because if you fall through... Yeah, you'll fall through, and you'll have your neighbors... And all your friends will laugh at you. That's why you make sure the one friend you don't like, they go first. (laughs) Patrick, I love you too. Stock up on these items here. Other than canned food and ammo, we would have Top Ramen, water, duh, toilet paper, sorry, John, (laughs) candles, matches or lighters, Porno. That's gonna be mm, like porno. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be like porno. Oh, really? Yeah. That, that's damn. like currency of the apocalypse. How much porno though, really? Okay. Because I mean, I I'll let you. Loads. What about Jesus. energy drinks? Like, what about energy drinks so you don't fall asleep? Hey, wait. Um, what about excuse me? Excuse me. With porno. What about uh, um, you know, lube or something? Okay. Is porno really uh, that important? Uh, let's move on. Potting and potting and gardening soil. No, not to make bombs. But keep reading. Wait a minute. I hate it when I fucking read my own notes. And gardening tools. Next, Patrick. Well, uh, apparently there is a useful thing that you can have of a large trash can. You can get a large trash can and conceal yourself in if the zombies break into the apartment, which actually would be kind of like a comedy movie or something. Hey, you know what? You can, like, you know, shuffle around underneath it and... Be like bang into the zombies. They were exactly a okay. goddamn big trash can for you. <laughs> Are you saying yeah, my fat <laughs> motherfucker? Are you saying my ass looks big in this trash can? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> okay. Anyway, this you, is rare. Tiki torches, fuels. Tiki torches. Yeah. You're gonna set the place on fire. Excuse me. Here, it's cheap and affordable. 
Which I guess cheap means yeah, affordable. Like me. Cheap and affordable. Together, if you can get fucking cheap. Okay, happen. you can get tiki torches at Walmart. Hello. And they make good monologue cocktail bombs. What about, you know, what if you have a friend who was, you know, a circus person that can blow flames, you know? Okay, people at home, if you ever do a podcast, just don't invite your friends to help you. (laughs) Fucking tell them to go home. Okay. That includes you, Patrick. Now, this is my favorite here. Raised chickens. Okay, they're a great source of eggs. Wait, wait, chickens, do you mean as chickens chickens as in young gay men or chickens as in cluck cluck chickens? Chickens. Am I learning some new gay culture stuff here? Hey, I'm just asking. Clarifying. If you're in the middle they're of the great city sor- with apartment, you're not going to have chickens. Like, <laughs> okay, but they're a great source of eggs. They do. Okay. They're a great source of eggs. They're a great source of entertainment. You can have cockfighting. You know what you And which is still... What about after people who don't live in Oklahoma? <laughs> 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 well, you know what? If you live in Louisiana, you can do... Um, um, actually, what are they called? Oh, goddamn. So this better not be a dirty Sanchez joke. No, the big rat things. Um, Pigeons? Rats? Jesus, because you know that bitch at Jackass. What about maybe alligators? Anyway, okay, if nothing else, if nothing else, chickens are a great distraction. If the zombies break in the door, you could be like, release the chickens! They'll distract the zombies! And it will have a, like, wacky sitcom moment where it's like... When the zombies are chasing the chickens, you know, while you're getting what away. What if, like, you do with your kids? Because, I mean, they're pretty irritating. So, like, you can kill them with Now, you're asking about the why we have a pot- potting and gardening stuff here. It's because you can have a balcony greenhouse. You can use your own waste for fertilizer. So you can use your friends, is what you're saying. And make right. sure you have plastic sheets and cl- drop cloths in order to kind of do a greenhouse. Question, effect. do you have to use fresh waste, like, you know, squishy? Or is it just <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Right over time. Here's a really good and really good advice is a so those solar night lights that you put out on your lawn if you well <laughs> if you own a house not an apartment but those would you can set those out on the balcony and uh, light what your apartment at my night. Block out the sun. No sun. Oh, that's the matrix. Network. Yeah, God, you're Sorry. Like Jesus. And this is my favorite. You can change the hinges on your doors so where it opens outward instead of inward to make it harder for the zombies. To, then you could put a mirror. Legal to do that, so you know the government might shoot you. Well, put a mirror, and you can put a mirror on the outside of your door to confuse the zombies, because zombies are very vain, and they like to look at themselves. Because oh, nothing but hot and sexy. How do you know zombies are vain? If I was a zombie, I'd... Oh, my God, are you a zombie? Yeah, yeah. Huh? Wait, you've been undead? Huh? Have you? I've seen the sink of flesh. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh God. I wouldn't brag about that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now, we all know that it's probably best to keep yourself amused during the zompocalypse, so use a pellet gun and have your and practice shooting. It's, it's Or you could be like... The pellet gun? Oh, man. Jesus! Okay, hey, let's hope that you put the kitties oh to bed. You're the one that did hey, that, you're the one that threw in the pellet gun he into the masturbation. He was talking about the pellet gun. I wasn't listening to him. Wrist <laughs> rocket. Anything to help practice shooting the zombies that won't detract, that won't detract attention. Okay. And we have some we have some games. Which actually, you know, I was thinking about games to you know avoid the cabin fever, and I think you could play games like I Spy. You know, like I Spy, something red and goldy. What is it? That's it's a dumb. It's me about. throwing you down out the balcony. <laughs> it could be period. I don't know. Uh, yeah, you could play poke you in the eye. Something you know. I don't want to really fucking cool. know. I don't want to well, know. Okay. I also thought of a really good one where you know that game operation when you were a kid about eh, you know buzz you whenever you you know fucked up. You can play Operation with dead zombies, like zombies you shot in the head. Hey, how about this? Yeah. How about I hold out my fist and you run at it really quick with your face? Okay. 
We can do that. I think that would be fun. Another thing you may want to do is collect rocks and bricks so you can throw them over the balcony in case... Things I don't know. that roll around in Dustin's head. <laughs> oh, I thought we were playing Jeffy. I Another thing is, is like uh, you could cut a hole, a square hole in the front of your door that, that you can easily walk over. Oh, what? Yeah. Like, what if you forget? Oh. How are you gonna do that? Well, your apartment like, well, if you, I thought you were doing like glory holes. I thought you were gonna pour over something. What is happening? I don't know. I get. You know what? Now that I think about it, that would suck because what if the zombies knock? They knock. They knock down the door and they can walk over the hole. Yeah, that's a really lame idea. Anyway. I, knowing me, I'd fall. I'd fall through the hole every time I went to the door, and it'd have a wacky. You know, zombies so. knock a lot. <laughs> they do. So um. So. Any questions, ladies? <laughs> I don't ask these questions. The answers say you're fucked. You're fucked, and you're fucked. God damn it! But you're bitch. supposed to ask. No, you fucking ruined our skit. But we love you because you're sweet and full of thank you happy things like. So you may ask you may ask questions like, so what would you do if you lived downstairs? You're fucked. Little zombies are running. You know, like very aggressive types. We're all fucked. What if you live in a indoor apartment complex? You mean like the Jeffersons? What? Well, you remember we actually tried to get into that apartment complex down the street, and they wouldn't let us in. So I'm gonna say you're fucked. Pretty much you're fucked. What do you do if you piss off Christy? You're, you're fucked. fucked. <laughs> Too much. So we're really nice to her because we like her. But you know, fuck Emily. Episode yeah, four, if you uh, need to know. Okay, well, that's it for uh, this Zomcast uh, survival tip. We're going to get on with a uh, game review. Don't Thank follow you. their tips. They're really Ooh. bad. Excuse me here. Who has a degree in zombie-ology? Not yeah. Uh, nobody. Uh, don't tell me. We're going to talk about the board game Zombies, and uh, it's a very popular board you game. Just Evident- it right. Zombies! Exclamation! 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 It's been out for quite a while, and they just went into a second, um, a second, a revision of the game. Oh, so it's supposed to be better than the first one. And technically, they haven't. They haven't proved it. Okay, they haven't proved it. The idea behind the game is is that you're all a bunch of guys with mullets and shotguns. Oh no, guy. No, yeah, there's oh no girls. Oh. You start oh in the middle of this. The board is actually uh, random. It's uh, set up in tiles, and each expansion has a different theme to it. But the first one is usually in a city. You've got to escape from the city, and the first person who gets to the helicopter pad uh, wins. Or gets 30 zombies. Or gets 30 zombies. Uh, 30 zombies to us because we did the zombie massacre. Yeah, 30 zombies. Yeah, it's possible. Like, We've had somebody win. Good lord, it took us forever. So basically, it's right kind of a... The rules are very uh, war game-like, where you can move a certain amount uh, by rolling the dice. You, uh, When you encounter a zombie, you roll a six-sided die, and you if you roll a three, uh, a four to six, you, you do it. It has cards in the game. Unfortunately, the cards are just kind of... Um, Lamo? No, it's not so much Lamo. No. They're just kind of useless. It doesn't force you to use wow. the cards. So much harsher than life. until the helicopter pad comes down, there's usually not a lot of card game in our play. And our, our game the last play. person or, or some kind of Yeah, the last person, person, the person with the least uh, least zombies. Least zombies can put yeah. the helicopter thing, which makes it difficult for everyone else. 
So when you shoot a zombie and you kill it, uh, you get to collect it. So that's kind of the premise of the game. It's really kind of cool because it has like uh, little figures. It has a little random board. It's dark. You know what yeah, I we say? Have, we I have suggest have... actually right before you play the game, I say snort a nice line of coke. You know, just I was just wondering. I, thought, Wait, what? I do that before everything. And that's yeah, Emily. By the way, Emily, you're such an addict. I know. You, you know, I'm only, I only socially do drugs. This is the funny thing about Emily is, Emily treats role-playing games or like elaborate card and um, board games like they're drugs. Like it's an after-school special. It's like, hey, Emily, you want to come over and play, play vampire what after are you school? About? She's I like, no, that. my mom warned me about that stuff. No, 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 I don't do that stuff. That's very addictive. I can't. That is yeah. a dirty pillow is a nasty thing. <laughs> so, the board game Zombies, is, the art is really well done. The pieces are really well done. No, they um, are. They look kind of slutty, those well, girls. The problem is that the game doesn't require you to use the cards, and the cards seem to be half of the game. Now, a lot of people out there will disagree with me about this, but the thing is is that I'm going to compare this. I didn't want to compare this to Mall of Horror, but I'm going to have to do it. The game of Mall of Horror, when you use the cards, you have to use the cards. And, the, and the, all the rules are actually elaborate to, uh, to a kind of a zombie survival kind of a thing. With, mall, with uh, zombies, it's kind of more like a... Uh, shut the fuck up. Sorry. <laughs> trying to rip one, but I couldn't. I apologize. You see that bottle? Just shove it down your throat so you can't make a noise. Practice. <sighs> Man. This is going to be the worst. This is the worst one. episode ever. Oh, no. We can go way worse. <laughs> there. Sorry, are there zombie carolers? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk zombie carolers. I don't, I don't want you to give the impression oh. that this game is bad. It's just that it could have been better. And the, the fact that they just re- did a revision, and the revision doesn't actually increase on the rules. It's they not, just made it look better. It's not that the game's bad. It's we're assholes. Yes, we are. Really? Right. I, I mean, we're raging at the zombie dogs and the expansion. That's yeah, the crazy. zombie dogs and the zombie babes. Yeah, the zombie and babes are cool. Now, the, the problem is that they just need to use more... Um, they need to make it more... They need to make the rules more zombie-like. Just having zombies in the game doesn't make the rules more zombie. The, exactly. games, are kind of, the games are kind of basic uh, war game kind of rules. So cards are useful when you're trying to stab somebody in the back. Yeah, the I end. mean, you can't attack the... Uh, the thing is, is, when you die, you go back to the center, which really isn't much of a repercussion. In Mall of Horror, when you die, you die, and if you all your characters die, you come back as a zombie. So it kind of it keeps you in the game, but yet... Um, <laughs> and Patrick wrote, drew pictures of boobies and pointed at it. Okay. Patrick, are you gay? <laughs> no. I am not gay. I'm totally. I'm straight. We are totally losing so many audience members because the Midwest just doesn't like fags. What Sorry. are you talking about? I'm not gay. I hate fags. Fags are crap. The funniest thing about the funniest thing about Patrick is he is actually ex-marine. I kid you That's not. Right, Unlike me, who tried to pretend like I was an ex-marine in the first episode, this guy actually is. So I'm an ex-marine. That's gay. In the Marines. Oh, you God, if the Marines get to hear this, they're going to be so happy. <laughs> so, <laughs> the Marine Corps. The good news about this game is that it's subject to, you can make a lot of house rules. The games are kind of, the, the rules are, are kind of... Are you just talking about the same thing? <laughs> oh, no. oh. oh, my God, spousal abuse. Oh, God, call 911, Emily. <laughs> Hurry to the phone. Get back in the kitchen and stop your bitching and get me a beer. And make babies. Oh, I thought that's what it was. You're wearing shoes. Are you wearing shoes? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Barefoot. (laughs) The funniest thing is when she graduates, she's going to be totally making me a ton of money, so I'll be kissing her ass. Who am I kidding? I am. I was about to say, I'm sorry. Aren't you pretty much doing that now? Yeah, pretty much. So, getting back to the game. 
they have a on their website. It's really kind of cool because they have a whole thing of uh, fan submitted uh, custom rules that really add a lot to the game. Um, Rule number one: gang up on the most annoying person at the table. Actually, they do. They do have. Woo! And Leah here actually has rules herself that she made where they players can attack each other, and they have a time traveling thing too where they can uh, cross the board. Yeah, we're gonna teleport, and you know the most zombies are the people we don't like. Dustin. Like 500 zombies on the board because we were rolling the dice. You know, not the cards say you know you put one zombie per um, street opening. We were rolling the dice. It's like okay, we get six zombies. We're putting six zombies on this tile. And Leah actually plays with real bullets too. Yeah, that's cool. So and she does the mass zombie that build, is which fucking is awesome. Four zombies per start. I really want to play this anyway, game. Anyway, so do we have to shoot people? I like really want to shoot somebody. You're the most obnoxious person in the game gets shot. Dustin. Dustin. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Was that too quick? So the cool thing about the game is that it's, it's it's very easy to adapt and, and to modify. It also makes a really good. Um, they make good props if you're playing. All flesh must be eaten too. It's even more fun if you're really drunk. Very drunk. Well, most games oh. are. Like now. But zombies uh, also, they, <laughs> yeah. there's a link on there, too, that we're going to put where they have a mini role-playing game, too, so you can use the pieces, make up your characters. So, oh, what, try not to kill yourself after playing a horrible game? I don't know. One out of five stars, I'd give this about maybe three. Three and a half, maybe. But, um, it, it could be fun if you have lots of fun people to play with. And the yeah. zombie babes are cool. And I, I, and the pro- I like the big dogs. Blue. But the problem with the game is that it moves too slowly, and the card play is not uh, good enough. But the rest of the game is somewhat decent. Also, another thing I have to complain about the game is is that they have these like areas where there's lots of ammo and lots of uh, heart which help you uh, increase your character's power and, and weapons, Aww, but it's usually surrounded. Yeah, but it's surrounded by like zombies, so there's like a, a really good chance that you're going to come out uneven. So it doesn't even. It's not even worth it. So they kind of didn't think things through, and I was really disappointed that the second edition didn't have a uh, more streamlined, a more zombie kind of feel to it. Like I said, having zombies in a in a war game doesn't actually make a zombie game. It just means that you have a game with zombie flavor to it, or with zombies in it. So. That's my complaint. Kind of like if you have a soup with like chicken feed in it, down. chicken flavor. Mm. What does zombie taste like? Okay, so <laughs> thank you very much. Actually, I hope Twilight Creations like doesn't hit our guts. Yay! Mm-hmm, baby. This podcast is part of the Zombie Podcast Network at ZPN. Damn, look at the size of that chainsaw. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I have with me the new Zomcast member, Night of the Living Gallagher. Say hi. Hello. <laughs> we're having. Is there uh, anyone there? <laughs> we're having Skype technical difficulties right now because you can't hear it, but we can. It's our voices echoing into our heads uh, through the headphones, and so it's very distracting. So if we sound um, very. Tim Burton-ish while we're talking. I apologize. It's sort of like having a sixth grader like repeat everything you say about like a half second after you say it, and it really throws you <laughs> off because this little fucker is making fun of you the whole time. No shit. <laughs> I have this problem in life naturally. If you've heard the podcast before, you, you know I have trouble speaking. Um, it's not it's, a speech impediment. It's just there's something wrong with my brain. It's like having ADD and then getting stoned to top it off. It's no good. What, what were we talking about? <laughs> oh, yes. So, um, tell us a little bit about yourself, Night of Living Gallagher. Well, I uh, did a um, 
film called Zombie Master from Space. Which it is very uh, funny. accounts a true tale of a couple friends of mine that were just minding their own business when an alien came down and uh, turned them into zombies, and things just got worse for them from there. <laughs> I can uh, really also oh, sorry. Um, I'm also uh, putting together a zombie campaign uh, based on the D20 system, and I have a blog called uh, zombierising.blogspot.com, uh, and you can see that there. You can also see my zombie film on my MySpace page, uh, which is myspace.com slash dishliquid, D-I-S-H-L-I-Q-U-I-D, dish liquid. Let me repeat that again. Oh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna have that in his notes, so they can also go to that. I was being sarcastic. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Once again, that's D I. <laughs> I can, you know in your movie the one part of it I could really relate to is uh, where he's trying to tell the story about the crazy customer, and then the other guy's just kind of like, I, I guess you had to be there. It's, yeah. <laughs> A lot of my stories fall flat like that. So, Gallagher, tell me, um, what are your credentials with um, possibly, you know, what are you going to be bringing to the Zomcast? I'll be bringing a lot of insight about killing zombies. I'll be uh, giving people tips on what games to study to really get a insider's viewpoint into the slaying of zombies. There's a lot of things people don't realize about zombies. I mean, there are different types of zombies, for instance, different games will present those different types of zombies in manners that allow one to broaden their perspective and really know what they're doing when they're killing any type of zombie. You'll be also providing some, uh, some, sh some fiction to the show, too. Yes, I'm writing a uh, series of tutorials, a how-to, if you will, on uh, life in the post-zompocalypse world. And shortly after this uh, interview, we're going to have the first part of that. Um. Well, I've had a lot of experience with slaying zombies. Um, I really do enjoy it. The, the violence, it just really gets me off, you know. I mean, I've always wanted to be able to kill people, and, like, I can kill basically people. I mean, you know, they might be undead people, but still, it's... It's a really visceral, dehumanizing experience that I really just get off on. You know, I love killing zombies. Well, as long as you don't sleep with them, we're happy. Okay. You recently saw Day of the Dead uh, for the first time. I did. What did you um, think? You know, it was it was good, but it was almost too politically correct. You know, like all the good guys were like, you know, either female or, you know, black or like, you know, some kind of gay, slightly drunk guy. I mean, like, I live in Massachusetts, so I see that kind of shit all over the place. It's not, like, <laughs> some fucking mind-blowing thing to have, like, you know, good people be, like, minorities, you know? It's not, like, some shocking concept. I guess it was when the film was made, but it's almost like seeing, like, the Power Rangers just doing <laughs> shit, you know? Because it's, like, this huge, like, multicultural, like, cast of good guys, you know? I'm think you know it's kind of funny because like with Grindhouse coming up, I was I was thinking to myself, um, you know what would have made Sin City better? Add zombies, and there it yeah. is. <laughs> so now isn't Robert Rodriguez doing the zom uh, the zombie one? Yes, yes. Oh, awesome! I think it's just going to be more than that, but you know, like we're going to get 
you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to what we're getting anyway. There's also a machine gun strapped to a woman's leg, which yes. is severed. Yes. So that's bonus. Yeah. Me and some friends have been considering doing a commentary for uh, commentary tracks for like B movies and uh, releasing them as podcasts, <laughs> so that other people can play them over the movie. So it's so it's kind of like a mystery science theater three thousand. Yeah, only like with the whole commentary phenomenon. <laughs> yeah, some people did that with um, Firefly episodes. Oh, cool. You want to go ahead and introduce your story? Oh, sure. Uh, the thought um, was built around the concept of my hometown uh, ten years from now after the Zompocalypse. Uh, I really wanted to work with the idea of zombies freezing in the winter, which I thought was totally original until I started reading World War Z. Ah, shucks. But uh, it still has a unique uh, perspective. Um, it's kind of like about a bunch of like indie hipster kids, basically, uh, in the zombie world. And... Um, you know, not to not to spoil anything, but there's there's humor in it uh, to some extent. There's a lot of gore and violence, which is uh, you know expected of a zombie f- uh, short story. I guess novella. I mean, it's not that short. Uh, well, um, I appreciate you uh, helping us out with this podcast. You're actually out of uh, Massachusetts, so. It kind of helps us a bit to have somebody from another state or another location um, join us because in case something goes wrong, we have like people from different locations that can uh, take over the recording until we get out of the rut or if we get taken down any by any chance. But yeah, but what could go wrong? You know. Yeah. Well, you know, I feel I feel pretty confident that we can take on. Um, if they're running zombies, no. But if they're walking, yeah, I think we could do it. We'll see. Did you, did you call me and we'll see? No, I said we'll see. April forced the axe head deep into the putrid icy corpse before her. Its skull split, the frozen brain collapsing with a glassy crash. This one was a woman, its slight rotting breasts free and sagging. Fucking zombie bitch, she spat. A grunt escaped her tightly pressed together lips as she pried the hatchet from its deathly perch. Steam poured from her nostrils as she slung the weapon behind her shoulder. An especially thick snowflake landed by her cheek, and she licked it off. Careful, April. You could be so unfortunate. The gravelly voice behind her betrayed a deep-seated fondness. Not likely, Robin. Women rarely turn to the hate. (sighs) Nonetheless, try to be more sympathetic. How can I have sympathy for a crazy fucking monster? I've seen these fuckers eat. They don't think about sympathy. They don't think at all. Eh... The wiry man swung a splintery bat at another inanimate corpse, its head crumpling under the sheer force of the blow. You, you don't have to obliterate it from the neck up. I guarantee you, you wouldn't be using that thing if these fuckers were... April grunted, deftly throwing the hatchet. Snowflake swept easily out of the hatchet's path. It lodged into a zombie's mouth, splintering the jawbone and bifurcating its tongue. Fighting back, she finished. It takes a lot of energy to keep that bat shit up. She strode confidently forward to the rigid, inanimate corpse. Her shoulders slumped as she neared it. The axe head had not pierced the skull. If they were in the thaw, her failure could have cost her and Robin their lives. Robin ignored her remark, gazing toward the setting sun, obscured by thick pillars of cloud. Snowflakes gently collected on his knit hat, melting slowly. We should get going, he announced finally. You're the boss. 
Robin glanced at April, their eyes met briefly. Well, in this case, anyways. She smiled with one side of her mouth and looked away. When the two friends reached the outskirts of town, they quickened their pace. Along the old road, fresh tire tracks led into camp. Vehicles rarely traveled these roads, and curiosity had gotten the best of them. They rushed past the partially deconstructed houses, half stripped of usable materials. Robin's people abandoned suburbia in the aftermath of the hate gathering in the center of town in hopes of finding solace in the tall brick office buildings that stood in the many shops that lined the main streets. Unprepared and unhardened to battle, Robin watched as his townspeople were savagely beaten and devoured. The survivors never returned to the suburbs, symbols of their former lives too painful to bear. Well, that's all for this week. Tune in next time to find out what happens next in Chapter 2 of The Fall. Well, that's it for the show. Yanked it up my butt. There we go. Anyway. If, yeah, anyway. If Patrick didn't... Talk about his mom so much. Yeah. Yeah. Good night, kids. Um, we just got this weird news. Um, I read in the paper today about this like weird thing. Actually, not only did I read the paper, it was on Channel Nine News. But there's like a weird. Uh, it kind of made me think of like like this could be a zombie apocalypse. But over in Dell City, which is this dive uh, town that I grew up in, okay, that I was born in, um, next to Oklahoma City, there's like a zombie. No, not a zombie, but uh, there was some people reported likely uh, attacked other people because, and they were like saying it has to do with uh, African rabies or something like that. But it reminded me of World wow. War Z. It's yeah, it's really fucked up. But um, we tried to send reporters out there, but they didn't want to do it. So um, I'm gonna go check out the news tomorrow and see if, what they said about these African rabies. But evidently, like uh, some people had gone crazy foaming at the mouth and attacked other people and stuff. Um, We'll mention it in the next show. I don't know. Uh, if we're still alive. Yeah, I, know. Yeah. I just wanted to apologize for any horrible gay comments I've made during the show. I'm actually not gay, and I like gay people. <laughs> I like them a lot. I do. Okay, I'm gay, but still, I think it's horrible to make comments about. No, it's well, not. if there was a zombie, <laughs> I'd say I'd have to say that if there was a zombie now, that I I feel pretty I feel confident that we can kick some ass. So. Oh, we could. But Especially your wife can. <laughs> yes, because I have a badass, hot, lean, mean, fighting machine That's of a wife. Right. And I'm kicking yes. your ass as soon as you get off this podcast. <laughs> yes! <laughs> can I film it? Help no. me. No. Damn. Sorry. I would like to think, uh, I would like to thank this, um, the sound of young America for what? letting us use their zombie awareness bumper. For those who have not heard the sound of Young America, here is a description of the show. In-depth interviews with important figures in pop culture, literature, comedy, and the arts. Commentary and banter and original comedy. Time Magazine of the... You suddenly become British by saying commentary. Uh, Time Magazine's pick of the podcast, <laughs> Salon.com, says, If you've never heard the sound of Young America, then the sound of yeah, Young America is the greatest show you've never talking. heard of. Basically, what it reminds me of is kind of like a Casey Kasem meets uh, more of a comedy kind of a parody thing. With a, and they say that it's like pop culture, but there's some independent stuff that they cover. It's a really well-done show, and it's unbelievable that it's for free and stuff. So I recommend going to it. We'll have a link in his notes. And I would like to thank uh, Soganor again for pointing me into this direction. 
and I'd like to thank them for letting us use the zombie. I think it's Skeletor. <laughs> I think Skeletor. I think Skeletor would probably appreciate yeah, that. So. He 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 asked me to promise him that I'd never pronounce anything in German again, and I said anything for a fan. So. Absolutely. But fan? So oh, nothing. I mean everything. Anyway, I would like to thank you for putting up with us. I am so surprised that there are that many listeners of the Zomcast when I checked it out. I know. Jesus. It is freaking amazing. And thank like you very a, much for putting up like with our drug gases. Evil or something. I don't know. It just like hurt the whole time and you just want to stop and you want to If you have any questions, any comments, like you, you want to tell us how lame we are, please email us at zomcast at cox.net. Oh, you just said cox. Like and that's Cox's that. and C-O-X. So, Cox's and C-O-C. Thank you. Thank you. We're, we're about to go watch a Dead Alive because here, Patrick O'Deadly, Leah, and uh, em- Dead Like Emily, whose birthday it is, by the way. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Woohoo! Yay! Yeah, you beat Pete the crap. Thank you, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Good night, kids. Um, you. <laughs> we'll be back in a few weeks. Thank you. I hope not. <laughs> this is Dustin of the Dead. Patrick O'Deadly. Dead like Emily. What was my name? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> this is a dead. Miss Emily. Hey, give me too many names. Mortem Christmas. Christmas. Mortem Christmas. Hot Mitch with the blue. We didn't give Leah a name. I need to get a name. She's Princess Leia. There you go. Woohoo! I'll give them the whole movie. Good night. See ya. Oh, and thank you so much, Night Living Gallagher, for providing us with entertainment and helping us out here. Thanks. By the way, uh, you see this right here. By the way, Emily. Is that a pacifist? No, this is a this is the uh, this is the cutting board you gave me for Christmas. This is what we're going to use to paddle your ass twenty six times. Awesome. So. That actually gets me kind of. Never mind. <laughs> that was wrong. Do we have any Crisco? We're gonna have we're gonna have Leah. No. We're gonna have, Damn. we're gonna have Leah paddle your ass, and then we're gonna put pictures on Do the we, website. We tell me we have Crisco or Jello and a small kitty pool. <laughs> So that's how you collect zombies. Oh, hi, kitty. <laughs> Who's my little zombie fighting kitty? Ooh. You're really 
you're tough, aren't you? Yeah. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna cut that out of the podcast, right? Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> my little muffin kitty. Oh, oh. God, that's Jeez. gay. Okay. Um. So anyway. Hey, in this one.